0: Thanks. Wake up! here, together with me, really to help, when my faith comes down, I hear his voice, and make me understand, why I have to see, it's a wonderful love. my God, I need you man, I need the Lord, necesito el Señor y creer que Él está a mi lado para ayudarme cuando disminuya mi fe, su voz oiré y me hará Tan grande es su amor, que no debo dudar, aunque sienta pesar, tristeza o dolor, al final triunfaré.
1: Thank you. Now, they have a full program that they will be doing at 4 o'clock. Actually, they exceeded my uh, request for today. I told them to do just one or two (laughs) because I didn't want them to do more than that because I want to make sure you're out here at 4 o'clock. I told them if they do too many, you might not come back. But will you be back? May I see your hands? All right, if not, I take the offering now because I just wonder if you're going to come back because they have expenses as they travel and Abundant Life will take a love offering. So be back at 4, but if you think you might get sick between now and 4, leave the offering before you go. Just leave it with one of the ushers, put it in an envelope, and we'll take care of it. Or if you have some other emergency and you can't get back, put 5 or 10 or $20 in an envelope. Would you do that? And ushers, you take them at the door. Take that at the door, and we'll see that the group gets it. Otherwise, we hope to see you then at 4 o'clock. They haven't even gotten to the harpses yet. You know, it's a full program, and we look forward to that. Now, we hope to be able to dismiss at the usual time. But on the other hand, it is necessary that we... Look to the word. Shall we bow our heads as we pray? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your love that we heard about in our children's story, for the love that we've heard about from the music with which we've been blessed just now, from the love that our children's choir spoke and sang about. And now, as we open the word to talk more about that love, we ask that your Holy Spirit. <coughs> Will guide our thoughts open our hearts and speak to us in Jesus name Amen and with that we are happy to welcome all of you in our KKVV listening audience we're glad you're on board again and we want to invite you to be with us here at the Abundant Life Church 1720 North J Street this afternoon at 4 o'clock to hear a very very special program a musical program presented by friends from Guatemala who are ambidextrous and diversified in their musical ability and you'll be blessed. Come and bring a friend. Our scripture for today is one of the most basic in all the Bible. Genesis chapter one and I'm going to read verses 27 and 28. Please turn with me in the word genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and 28 so god created man in his own what everybody in the image of god created he him male and female created he them and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and do what and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Our topic is all in the family and that's why we're celebrating diversity here today and the diversified publics and ethnic groups among us in our church locally and in our church globally as you've heard. This is Black History Month but Black History Month of necessity includes all of those groups that are among us and we honor them today and of course it all began this diversity with two people Adam and Eve they were joined together in holy matrimony by God by God in the Garden of Eden and since then the human family has in fact multiplied and replenish the earth. And there are a number of units to this great human family. There is what is known by sociologists as the nuclear family. That's the individual family group of husband, wife, child, or children. And every family, the sociologists say, is made up by one of three ways, either by marriage, by birth, or by adoption. Those are the only ways you can get into a family. You have to be born into the family, or you can marry into a family and create a family, or you can be adopted. One of those three ways. And these families take the forms of the nuclear individual group we've discussed and described, or the extended family. That's the cousins and the uncles that you have the aunts, the nieces, the grandparents, the extended family, and some cultures, particularly the African culture for one, is very, are very, very jealous and zealous about the extended family. And they honor that family wherever they may be, even though they're not in the same country they work for and think about their extended family in some other place. We have blended families where one partner may have died or otherwise been removed from the family circle and two families come together in blended family relationship. We have the tribal families and as I've traveled around the world I've been interested to see a lot of tribal families. it's, It's called ethnicity in the United States but in some place it's just plain tribal. In Africa, other places like like Guadacanal, where we visited some years ago. I'll never forget how they referred to each other as my one talk. My one talk. Meaning we speak the same language, this tribe that we are. Then there's the national family. There's the American family, for instance. So we have the individual families in their various forms. We have extended families. I have my cousins and uncles and aunts and so forth and you have yours all around and we have our Ethnic family it may be Guatemalan or Mexican or or Honduran or Panamanian or Cuban or whatever it is we have these these individual groupings and they come together to make up the National family that we are and then on the widest scale we also talk about the world family. After all, we all began with the same two parents. We all have the same original parents. And so, globally, there is a family of earthlings or human beings. Now, Adam and Eve, the Bible tells us, Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, Uh, In fact, throughout Genesis 4, Adam and Eve had three sons. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 reads, And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Verse 2, And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And then later in verses 24 and 25 And Adam knew his wife again, verse 25, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God, she said, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And of course, Adam and Eve had more than than Abel and Cain and Seth. Look at chapter 5, verse 4, which says, And the days of Adam, talking about all in the family as we celebrate today, And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were how many years? And he did what? Begat sons and what else? So Adam and Eve had these three boys. And in those 800 years that were left, he must have had a lot of vitality. And they didn't need Viagra. (laughs) They were strong, fresh from the hand of God. And the Bible says Adam and Eve kept on having children. And he had sons and daughters. And you know what? Look at the next chapter, Genesis 6, verse 1 and 2. And it came to pass when men began to multiply. So what happened was Adam and Eve had these children. And the Bible said they multiplied they multiplied just as god had commanded them in chapter one on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of god saw that the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose now there are some people who read that and say well you see back there in the beginning of the family the human family something very queer happened because it says that the sons of god saw the daughters of men, and they took them to wives, meaning some say that humans married angels. Have you heard that theory? Yes. There was some kind of amalgamation, but of course we know from the word of God that couldn't be true. In the first place, Jesus says in Matthew twenty-two, thirty, that angels do not marry. You remember? More than that, it's impossible for one order of species to mate with another. Human beings can't have babies with animals. And angels can't have babies with human beings. And God couldn't have babies with angels. Every order of being is unto itself and recreates within that sphere and within that order. So what happened here? As the family began to multiply so greatly, what happened was simply that... The race was so pure and so clean that brothers and sisters married each other. That's the way it was in the early days. Now, if we did that today, we would simply compound the weaknesses that we have so that you have a family or a tribe that has bad eyesight eyesight, and they start marrying within each other Obviously, the problem would be compounded, right? Or if there were some other disease, and I know families where heart disease seems to run in the family. Have you heard of families like that? Where the father died young and the men in the family die? I know some families like that. They all live to a limited age. Well, suppose all those folk got to marry each other. Their lifespan would be shortened more and more. So, God permitted marriage of brothers and sisters fresh from the garden of eden when the race was pure and strong and the minds were clean or cleaner than they are now and the bodies were healthy but as the human race expanded and multiplied and the tribes began to to appear here and there as they multiplied and moved away from each other some served the lord and some didn't and god who never has designed that his people Married non-believers, God's sons looked over at some of their non-believing distant relatives and decided that the women were so beautiful that even though God said don't do it, they did it anyway. And the result was that sin was accelerated in their midst and more and more prominent in their lifestyle until look what happened In Genesis 6 now and verse 5. It says here that God saw the wickedness of man was very great. That the wickedness was very great. And that every imagination of his heart was only evil continuously. And verse 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. Wickedness became so prominent as the sons of God began to marry their distant, far and farther removed relatives now who had gone in the wrong direction, wickedness became so great that God said, I'm sorry I even started this human family. God said, I I regret I even did that. And I think I'll do something about it. And he said to Noah, verse 13 of chapter 6, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will do what? Destroy Destroy them with the earth. And so that's what God did as we continue the story in chapter 9. Look over in chapter 9, well, chapter 8 first, really, where God sends the flood, chapter 7 and 8, and the flood destroys the whole world with the exception of eight people, nor his wife, his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. And those eight were saved in the ark. And when God had destroyed those wicked tribes, when God had destroyed the earthly family with the exception of those eight, Verse 1 of chapter 9 says, God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now, what does that sound like? Exactly what he told Adam and Eve. Isn't that right? God said, all right, I've taken care of the problem. I have wiped out the wickedness, all the wicked families, all. and, And Ellen White says in one place that more science was lost in the flood than has been discovered since then. Now, I don't know what she'd say if she were living today. She died in 1915. There have been a lot of advances since then. But the point is that this was a very cerebral, a very wise, in terms of technology and science, these giants who lived before the flood. But their families were wicked, and as a result, they were destroyed. And God says, all right, now Noah... You and your family, I'm going to let you start all over again. And he told them the same thing he told Adam and Eve 1,600 years before. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And verses 2 and 3 go on to speak more about that.